Africans will not forget what America did in Libya. The whole world is not forgetting what America did in Libya and nobody is letting America off the hook. We cannot do anything about it, but what we want to do is we will not forget. Anytime you mention Libya in a way that is not objective and truthful and gives a full picture, we're going to fact check you. Listen to this. The BBC put out this post saying, Libya was once one of America, Africa's rather, most prosperous countries, but, but years of lawlessness have left it a fragile, divided state, ill-prepared to cope with forces unleashed by natural disaster. And let me tell you, when BBC wrote disaster, they didn't know that this tweet was going to turn into a disaster for them. Because Africans and the whole world have descended on the BBC and global Western media saying, if you're going to report about some of these things that happen on the continent, tell us the full story. Do not cherry pick what you think we want to hear, because guess what? We know the history and we know what created the instability in Libya. Hello, guys. How are you doing? Welcome to another episode of Work Conversations. My name is Indira Ganga. I'm a business journalist by profession and a digital content creator. I love coming on here, talking to you guys about Africa, black people, our empowerment, and how we can rise up and take our rightful place at the global stage. Connect with me on social media, at Indira Ganga, or on my YouTube channel, at Indira Ganga, where I document um, stories of the diaspora community moving back to the continent to jumpstart and restart their lives on the motherland so a little bit of context on today's conversation um there has been a lot of tragedy in north africa and the latest to endure a natural disaster is libya um currently it's the rainy season across the continent different parts of the continent and uh rain sometimes on the continent comes with a lot of challenges and there was heavy rainfall and flooding in parts of libya and Property has been destroyed, lives have been taken, and there's just so much instability. It's also very important to note that Libya has been enduring civil unrest and there hasn't been a stable government in place. So coupled with natural disasters, it just becomes horrendous for the people of that country. About a week ago, um, as I am recording this, Morocco went through an earthquake and... Um, it was devastating, but at least there was a government in place to ensure that, to coordinate um, relief efforts and just building back. But Libya does not have that privilege. And so BBC, in their Western and uh, white wisdom, decided to put out this tweet saying, Libya was once one of Africa's most prosperous countries, which is very true. But years of lawlessness have left it fragile. You're lying. There's no lawlessness in Libya. Actually, there was lawfulness. They were law-abiding citizens. They lived by the law until the lawlessness of America and the entitlement and self-interest and selfishness of the global West gave them the audacity to invade an independent country thousands, thousands of miles away in the fear of what? That Africa was going to unite and speak in one accord and ask for fair prices for their natural resources and say we're not going to give them to you for free so that we can provide education, clean water, healthcare for our people without having to come to beg you so you don't have to untwist us and force us to subscribe to things that we do not believe in just so that we can get money from you. Excuse me, BBC, there was no lawlessness in Libya before American invasion. 
Um, and then it says, but years of lawlessness have left it fragile, divided state. And then it goes to say, ill-prepared to cope with forces unleashed by a natural disaster. Of course, they're going to be ill-prepared. Of course, they're going to be. Because ever since you analyzed its leader and left it in a desolate state, what do you think happens? What do you think happens when civilians, people in one country turn against each other? It's, you just don't snap a finger and everything goes back to normal. It takes years and years and years of work, of rebuilding, of conversation, of healing, of reconciliation. Things that you're not able to facilitate and fund ever since. Ever since you carried out your mission, which was one, to ask the leader out of power take his life so that he can never come back to power. And they're being fact-checked left, right, and center. Mike Wallace, who is a member of the European Parliament, and it, you know, when Africans speak, you're like, yeah, you're Africans, what do we expect? We expect better. A friend of mine and I are always going at it on Twitter every time he says, people pretend like Gaddafi was eaten so much more. And I say, on that tweet, add Bush, add Blair, add Hillary Clinton. If we are going to talk about the ills, mention everybody right because africans we are not blind to the fact that he he had his own shortcomings but we are saying the country was stable mike wallace says it would be helpful if bbc told the truth about what happened in libya thank you is it so hard is it so hard to tell the whole truth bbc is in the uk if anybody who invaded um the the libya is the U.S., but again, um, U.K. has relationships with NATO, and we don't know we don't know what deals they make behind uh, closed doors. So, yeah, BBC might be well within its master's um, means to say to be very economical with the truth. And he goes on to say, this country was illegally destroyed by NATO in 2011. Illegally destroyed. There were there was no legal reason for NATO to invade Libya. First of all, in what jurisdiction does even NATO operate? Like who are NATO members? How did Libya threaten the interests of NATO and NATO members? These guys are so powerful that they can take out the whole African continent. What was so pressing in Libya that they had the whole force of NATO, the president of the US, the secretary of state had to come together to take out one country in a continent that you've always described as a dark continent dogged by disease, hunger, and poverty. What really? What really? And he sounds it properly, illegally destroyed by NATO in 2011, and the entire region is still suffering from the impact. We always talk about NATO's invasion in Libya, but we leave it at that. We don't talk about the impact. We don't talk about the repercussions. You know, when we think about what well, we just think about, the lives that are lost in the battlefront and during that, but the repercussions of war, whether it's a war that is civil or external forces, it takes years. Let me just get give you a little bit of context. In 2007, there was civil unrest in Kenya for just two weeks or a month. To this day, to this day, the country is trying to move forward. But the way we look at each other as people is very different. The way we look at politicians is very different. By the time we were going to, we were having that civil unrest in the country, the dollar was about 70 shillings. Now the dollar is 150. It will never go down. 
never and during that period the price of food doubled you know the dollar went up to 90 and crossed the 100 shillings mark the effects of civil unrest or any war lingers on a country for years and years and years particularly african countries that do not have the means and the mechanisms to cushion and recover after this war and then he goes on to say sadly those responsible have not been held to account those responsible have not been held to account let's unpack that statement because we have deceived ourselves that what happened in libya needed to happen so that what so that what america's threat is not the rest of us outside of the world america's threat is inside america your threat is the guns that you sell in the stores like candy your threat is the hate that you have amongst yourself the, the systematic oppression of black people that gives white people the audacity to think that they own black people until this day despite liberation and that's why the system continues to hold them back to give them crumbs and ask them to be grateful those are the problems that american leaders should be concerning themselves with but no no we have to create an imaginary crisis so we can distract americans from the chaos that are going on in the country and give them somebody else to hate and give them something else to look at and give them somebody else to blame but in reality nobody me as me i will never allow anybody to come online and talk ill about Gaddafi without adding bush without adding blair without adding hillary clinton without adding all the american leaders that have committed atrocities against human beings all over the world until we begin to hold them accountable nothing will change america will keep doing what it does will keep operating with impunity and oppressing smaller countries that cannot fight back because nobody is holding them accountable you know if it was any other country hillary clinton and barack obama would have been on their icc list or would have gone to the icc to answer on crimes against humanity but because it's not russia because it's not kenya because it's not liberia because it's not any other places the united states of america they get to work scot-free they get to enjoy two terms in office. They get to try and fight to become president so they can continue with that series of impunity. But nothing makes me more happy than seeing not just Africans, but leaders across board say, what happened in Libya was wrong. And even if we forget everything else, we will not forget that the tribulations that Libya is currently going through is because America doesn't know its place in global politics. Do you agree? Or don't you agree let me know what you think this is sometimes i start this videos and i just think it's going to be a live video where i just report and let it let it be and then it just grows into something else but let me know what you think about um you know hillary clinton's sentiments post bringing gaddafi down and bringing libya down bearing in mind where libya currently is today and where it could have been if there wasn't instability in their country thank you so much for watching give this video a like give it a like you know this is a message that needs to get out there and um share it with a friend connect with me on social media at ondero ganga and uh, also on youtube at ondero ganga where i document uh stories of the diaspora community relocating back to the african continent to reconnect with the motherland i'll see you again next time